This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. I mean, Neighbours, the, the phenomenon that that became with her and Jason, this is where it began for, for both of them. Guy Pearce as well and Russell um, Crowe. Russell Crowe. Oh, Natalie Imbruglia. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx. Um, <laughs> Welcome to Kylie Behind the Scenes, a show where two Kylie superfans delve deep into the ever-evolving wardrobe of Kylie Minogue and her amazing costumes and what they mean to us. I'm Owen, also known as Owen Minogue. And I'm Joe. And as a little hint of what might come later, you'll know me as Joe Mangle for this episode. <laughs> so I think Love that's it. potentially giving it away for anybody listening. But uh, we're obviously two fans that are here to discuss Kylie and her wardrobe and, and just take you on a little journey of our personal experiences and memories of, of the items and, and what they mean to us. Uh, I, I think you might know where we were probably going with this, but we're going to take it all the way back, let's say that. For, for this episode and yep. we're going to look at what we all know as Charlene's overalls from Neighbours. Yes. <laughs> Back to the very beginning. Absolutely the <laughs> beginning. Uh, if you want to check them out and see what they look like, if you if you don't know, there will be a link in the show notes. So you go and have a look at that Perfect. and you'll get a visual reference of, of these incredible overalls. Let's get to it. The overalls. Well, Neighbours. Were neighbors. you allowed to watch Neighbours? No, I wasn't allowed to watch Neighbours. Oh. <laughs> Shamefully. <laughs> I got told it was a rubbish TV show by my parents. Mum said if you wanted to know what it was about or what was going on in the episode, you could read TV Week. Uh. <laughs> also fair. <laughs> I was allowed to watch Neighbours. Um, so, so I'll be learning a lot from you on this um, <laughs> this episode. <laughs> so I, I do know that, that uh, if you were watching Neighbours at the time, Charlene, the character played by Kylie, was a 17-year-old tomboy who had a let's just say a bit of an attitude she was she was a feisty one uh, but had a heart (laughs) of gold and so that was her character she was loved to go against the grain and as part of that was a motor mechanic and the iconic costume that she had as part of that role were these uh king g cotton drill overalls, khaki overalls. And because she was a mechanic, there's oil patches and and literal patches in different fabrics <laughs> all over them. Uh, they're well-worn. Well-loved. <laughs> completely well-loved. The very definition of pre-loved. And they've even had the hems cut off the bottom. So you, oh, yeah, you well. get to see that sh- she was absolutely a hardworking mechanic. <laughs> uh, and stored at the Art Centre here in Melbourne and the Performing Arts Collection, they're stored in uh, tissue paper. So once items come into the collection, they go into a, a period of quarantine for oh, a wow. while. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, just so that they can uh, be properly assessed um, if they need any treatments. That's when they can determine if those things are, are needed on them. So that's like mould and things like Absolutely that. Absolutely that. Yeah. And gotcha. actually that's exactly why because Kylie's items have always come in in great condition but there has been instances in the past where certain things have active mould spores on them so yeah. they just make sure that anything that gets into storage is, is there uh, in, in the best condition that it can be oh, but perfect. as it was as it arrived. So then a, a little bit about Neighbours if you're not familiar with the show. Fill me uh, in. 
well, it started on Channel 7. They put it on 10, introduced a, a teenage romance. That's where you get the whole Scott and Charlene moment. So that was with Jason Donovan? Absolutely, yep. with Jason gotcha. Donovan. And basically became a cultural phenomenon. It, it was huge over here. They then took it to the UK. It I became am. this massive global success. So much so, in fact, that people started naming their children Kylie. That's, that's <laughs> the kind of impact that it had. I have heard that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think between the years of 87 to 92, there were like 50,000 kids born in the UK named Kylie Minogue. Kylie, sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's the kind of impact that this had. So really everybody that first got introduced to who Kylie Minogue is knows her essentially even though she'd already done Henderson Kids and and Skyways and she'd had roles as as a a little girl in the Sullivans yeah that's yes that too uh she really became known through this role as being the mechanic and in these quite incredible but not so impressive Looking overalls, overalls, yes, yes. (laughs) Because when you look at it, you look at overalls, you don't think Kylie, you think Charlene. Uh, Absolutely. And also they were not designed for her. It's not an item that was part of uh, any kind of specific brand. It's it's costume, but for a character. character, She needed to play a role and and they do exactly that. And that's exactly why they look the way they do. The show, in fact, was that big that over in the UK and here in Australia, they had uh, shopping centre appearances to, to sort of get the word out initially but yeah. not expecting the response that they did had things I think it was High Point Shopping Centre here in Melbourne that I had to be this. shut yeah. down yeah. because there was just such a, a massive crowd and a, and a surge so yeah that that's Again, the level of impact that these two characters and that wedding, I mean, how many millions of people yeah. around the world. I think two in Australia and 19 two or million. something. Million. Yeah. Not two, two million. <laughs> million. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that watched just one episode alone. So the, the impact um, and then the name thing, as we mentioned, there really was if you grew up in that time and you were a kid of the 80s, if you were allowed to watch it, <laughs> you, yes. you couldn't escape it. But then even if you weren't allowed to watch it, it was everywhere. You knew Newspaper about it. Newspaper magazine, yeah. magazines, covers, Kylie and Charlene yeah. and these overalls, <laughs> that they were a, a cultural moment. Who would have known, like seriously, that these overalls would have made such a bloody huge impact? Yeah. I'm not in Australia, but in the UK as well. Like, um, it, as you said, it launched her career on... Like, not just nationally, but internationally. It's when she became a star. It's be exactly right. So, speaking of being a star, yeah. that's how she got her start. I mean, Neighbours, the the phenomenon that that became with her and Jason, uh, this is where it began for for both of them. Yeah, her, Guy Pearce as well and... Russell um, Crowe. Russell Crowe. Oh, Natalie, Natalie Imbruglia. Imbruglia. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx. Um, <laughs> um, you, can, De- you can pick who our favourites are. <laughs> Holly Valance, Delta Goodrum. Like, um, There's a whole host was, of them. It was the platform to launch careers, essentially. Because she yeah. gave them the blueprint. That's yep. that's how it worked. She, yep. she was the one that then went overseas and, and, and had the exposure... Her and Jason with the relationship they had that then carried on into real life. And well, that's where that's where I was just about to go because 
correct me if I'm wrong, Kylie and Jason, because they were so big in the UK, the tablo- what I read, the tabloid started writing things about them. And because yeah. Kylie had just kind of started her musical career, there was tabloid stories saying that they were going to record a duet together. And SAW or Aiken Waterman were like, okay, well, if they're talking about it, we need to make it happen. Is that right? Uh, uh, that's my understanding of yeah, it. Okay, uh, cool. I don't want to be an authority. I'm in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and and it just got, went to show that the, the, the kind of impact Pact. that they were having and that how meteoric it was. This was not just some little Australian show that, you know, nobody talked about or nobody knows about that had just one person on it who had a bit of success. Yeah. They they literally were a, a cultural phenomenon. And there was merchandise as well, Neighbours merchandise. Was, wasn't there Neighbours show bags at the Royal Melbourne yes, show? Yes, and, yes, uh, Like, I never had that. Trading cards even, trading, I think. There was, yeah, trading cards with the bubble gum in them. Yeah. <laughs> you had them, I didn't have them. No, I don't. No, I never had them. But oh, okay, yeah. there you go. I never had them, but I do I do remember seeing him in one of her books. Like there was an, um, a Kylie and Jason lunchbox and there was trading cards. And I know that with any trading cards back in the 80s, you got your stick of bubble gum and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Board was, games even? There was there a was, whole, whole thing. Yes, yes, yes. Because remember our friend Dan, um, yeah. who's also in the our Kylie crew group, um, when we went to the Swing Safari premiere, he brought out the neighbour's board game and she flipped out in hysterics oh, laughing. See? Oh, I wasn't there. I didn't get to... Well, she remember that, that, obviously. Well, I'm telling you and I'm telling <laughs> yeah. everyone listening. But yeah, he pulled it out and goes, can you sign this? And she, the look on her face was just like, what? And then she showed it to the media who were taking photos <laughs> of it. And I love that. Yeah, she she thought it was hysterical and was still happy to sign away. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, needless to say. She embraces her past, which there are a lot of other people who prefer not to, um, but... Yeah, and that's what I like. That's what I love that she she doesn't she doesn't brush that aside and go. Oh, that's done with. That's, that's she couldn't. It's, that's this her platform. Is, that's where, that kickstarted the career. Exactly right. Yeah. This is why we're here at this point now, and even today, even, it, even talking about it today. Yeah, it came from neighbours, from Charlene, from, from these overalls <laughs> <laughs> into a singing career, and and. That's why we, we were able to do what we do. But yes, if you know Kylie Minogue, your first introduction to her more than likely was Charlene's overalls. For me, I should be so lucky, but yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so which which is going? I was going to ask you. I've got a story to tell, but yeah. what does this era mean for you? Like. Probably for me, it's it's it is that that kind of nostalgic sort of of thing. I mean, as a fan, I mean, I think at the time I was nine years old or something like that when Neighbours started and and Kylie Minogue came on the radar. Um, but even then, I remember thinking, oh, who is she? There was something about the character, and then of course because of the press that happened later, that you got to know a little bit of of who Kylie was in inverted commas. Uh, that looking back on that, you just remember this kind of feel-good sort of energy because everybody was talking about it. Yeah. Everyone at school was watching it. People had pictures on their, like, folders and, and things like that. Smash they were, magazine, TV. And hits. speaking of yep. trading cards, you Trade know, card, people yep. had them. I never had them, but people were showing them. Yeah. And, and so, there's also other fans that have said, to, like, when I've kind of asked this question, like, when – Every fan gets asked, "What made? What? When did you become a Kylie fan?" There's so many people that said that moment on the show. I've never seen the episode, but that I've seen the clip of where um, Madge finds what I think was um, Scott thought was someone breaking into the house, and she punches pulls it. her out. Yeah, punches. There's the punch. The first scene, actually, yeah. I think and that's how she was like, introduced to all of us. And, 
I'm going to do my magic impersonation. She's like, Charlene. (laughs) (laughs) All started with a punch then. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And people said from that moment... I fell in love with this character and I fell in love with the girl that played that character. Uh, absolutely. So, yeah. And that they're the that's what this time represents. It remember just childhood for me. Yeah. The age that I'm at. But uh, getting to know that there was somebody that you could kind of follow. It was the first person that that I was interested in beyond, oh, yeah, I saw it on the TV and for that yeah. half an hour in an episode, I enjoyed it and that's it. It was really the beginning of well, fandom, really. Yeah. yeah. Well, And for you, what was what was it like? Because you weren't allowed to watch Neighbours, so how did that no, happen? No, I wasn't allowed to watch Neighbours, um, <laughs> although my older sister and we're talking about it on Facebook chat the other day and she goes, oh, great one, Dobber, um, <laughs> because I said, I remember when Dad would go to pick up Mum from the train station uh, after she had finished work. She'd flick it over and then as soon as you'd hear the car coming up the driveway, she would bop because obviously you didn't have remotes back then. You actually had to get off the couch to change the channel. But she, I can remember, bolting off the couch to change the channel back and I can remember saying, but even when Dad left to go pick up Mum and she'd change the channel, I'm like, we're not supposed to be watching that. And she goes, well, they're not here. They're not going to know. So I did see little bits of it but I was, I didn't know what it was. I was too young to actually understand. Yeah, My yeah. introduction to Kylie came when her musical career kickstarted and watching Rage on ABC and you'd watch the countdown and you'd get to number one and I was just enthralled by who this girl was singing on TV Um, and there's that part where she falls back on the bed and it's all done in post. I should be so lucky. Yeah, I should be so lucky. And I can remember kids at school didn't realise that obviously that that was done in editing. They thought that she was actually doing that. And I'm like, I'm going to try and work out how she does that in the music video. So so that was my... This era yeah. for um, when it comes to Kylie is music to me, not TV. My first record. Oh, wow. Emotion. Yeah. So <laughs> literally the beginning of her career was the beginning of, of how it was in terms of being a fan. Mine television, yours through music, but it was this era that did it. Yeah, exactly. And those. And that costume. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> so given that you didn't watch it, what do you know about Neighbours or Kylie specifically? Within okay. It? Uh, so, as an adult, you do a lot of reading um, online through the books that she's published and her good La 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 book, which yeah. talks about a lot of stuff. And if you can decipher her handwriting, <laughs> you get a gold star. Always could. So yeah. I'll take that. <laughs> but um, she did mention that, yeah, the show kickstarted her music career because, yeah. as I was saying, that's what got me interested. But reading back on this stuff, what I do know about Neighbours is – um, Guy Pierce and Jason Donovan's character, Scott and Mike, yep. wanted to create a band yes. and they were recording a demo, but they didn't have a vocalist or something like that. So they yeah. asked Charlene to do the vocals. Step in, yeah. And Molly Meldrum was on an episode. Now, there's going to be, if I miss something out there, please. <laughs> I'm free for you to tell me that I'm It sounds right to me, so we'll just say that's how it went. (laughs) Molly played himself in an episode and they recorded a demo and they played the demo to um, Molly Meldrum and he didn't think the band was any good, but he thought that there was something in Charlene's voice that um, had potential and he wanted to sign her to his record label. Yes. So, and not just only that, but the Neighbours cast also did a fundraiser for... Richmond football Yeah, Richmond Football yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, the Richmond Football Club. And she went out and she sung Little Eva's um, Locomotion. Yeah. And there was another one too, which slips my mind as well. Yeah, I can't remember. Two songs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then she also recorded a demo and it was, I think she, 
I could be wrong again. Locomotion was on there. Yep. And I think it was, was it Respect? It was Aretha Franklin or something? Donna Summer, maybe? Or Do- Donna yeah. Summer, yes. <laughs> so she recorded those and that's during that era and that's where it got slipped across to Mushroom Records. And um, there is a note in this book as well. It's actually a memo from Michael Gadinsky where he says, I think we've got something here, but can we do something about the hair? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's just talk about what it was like at the time, like what was happening within, you know, the period of 80, the late 80s to the early 90s. Yeah, well, there was a lot of shift in regards to um, women at that time. Yeah. Like I, as a, like I was studying um, women in advertising and how they were depicted in the media when I was back in high school. And we did cover like the 70s, 80s and then through to 90s and we saw the evolution. Women's roles were changing back then. So they were no longer just the mum that cooked the roast dinner on a Sunday night. The nuclear family was kind of changing. It was shifting. Roles were reversing. Yeah. And we had the Royal Auto magazine, the RACV put out, and there's Kylie on her, um, on the mini, in her overalls and everything. And there was the text at the bottom of the magazine. You can see it in Kylie's um, book that has her arm um, on the front. It actually says, woman mechanic, fact or fiction. Yeah. Um, and during that time, it was a fact. This show and this character showed younger viewers, um, especially girls and even got, even younger boys, yeah. that you don't have to stick to the mould that um, was set out for you. You can do what you want. If you don't want to be working as a receptionist and taking dictation for your boss or whatever, you could go out there and you could do... You could what, be a Charlene. You could, you could be a Charlene. You could go <laughs> out there and do what the men were doing. There was no right or wrong. There was no men's job, women's job. She was pushing the boundaries. The writers of the show were pushing the boundaries. And I think that that also set the precedence for what would become the gay icon with Kylie as well. She set the bar. She showed, I think the character showed Kylie herself what she could do. There was no stopping her. There was like, you didn't have to take no for an answer. You could be who you wanted to be. And that, as I said, like that's for the girls, but even the, even the younger um, boys that were watching at that time, you didn't have to, you didn't have to play with cards. You could play with dolls if you wanted to. There was no gender specific. You could just be who you wanted to be. And I think that that became the icon. Yeah, and I think even that's back where then, that's yeah. where that that's where the gay icon status would have started, and I think that it just evolved organically from there. Yeah, absolutely, and also that it probably was the start of this kind of notion of well, I'm going to do it anyway, and it doesn't matter what you say because. At this point in her career, once she'd become a star singer and recording artist, that a lot of the media then tried to cut her down. There was the whole tall poppy syndrome thing. Singing and budgie. That too. And which she embraced later on. She Charlene performed as and, the singing budgies. Well, that's right. <laughs> Charlene and Kylie were kind of sort of the 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 same in that she became the character of don't tell me what to do and, and I'll do it anyway and just get through it. Yeah. And all to this show. Like um, – and this character. And this and, character. <laughs> and how we knew her in these overalls. <laughs> and Charlene's, the character of Charlene kind of set the trend for Kylie herself. Yeah, had exactly. A, had, the character had an impact on her personally exactly. too. Exactly, that's yeah. how it was. So then, Owen, when you think back on this time, what kind of personal connections does it, does it have for you? It brings back funny memories of being told, as I mentioned, you... I wasn't allowed to watch the show. Yeah. But um, I look back and I think of funny stories and silly things that we did as kids when our parents weren't looking. Um, but also this was my, like, if it wasn't for this show, I wouldn't have gotten that musical connection. I think that that's 
why this era is important to me because it was the music that did it for me. And if it wasn't for this kickstart, then that's yeah, yeah, it wouldn't. Uh, it wouldn't have gotten me hook, line and sinker with, with music because that's what started it all. I kind of have a similar sort of recollection of that, but it's 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 like the – it reminds you of why you're a fan. And, and yeah. I, I think the, the really interesting thing is that every time this whole notion of – you know, Charlene gets brought up and, and, you know, what it was like with her in the overalls is it's the evidence of that, I think is when it's reprised, like she, she brought it up. She did a version of Charlene for her Kylie show in <gasps> yes, 2007. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's kind of like <laughs> makeup all smudged and like, yeah. Chauffeur's trying to get in, Miss Minogue, Miss Minogue. And then she gets there, he gets there and, and she comes to, and he's like, bouncer, is that you? She's like pre Catherine Kim. She yeah. has her best Catherine Kim moment. <laughs> And the whole press angle in those moments is, oh, Kylie returns as Charlene, the overalls are back, the perm is back. And, yeah. and it's almost like people stop talking about the fact that she even had a, a Kylie show. It was, you'll get to see her again as Charlene. So yeah. even the media looks for this kind of role and, and has that sort of nostalgic love for this character. Mm. And then it wasn't the only time. She did it again for the mateship ad. The tourism mm. campaign, yeah. That's right, 2019, I think it was. Uh, and that was the whole press angle yet again. It's, oh, Kylie Minogue back in the overalls. I and remember that, the headline of that, yeah. There was a whole thing that yeah. happened. There was so many aspects to that ad and so many other stars in it, but all people wanted to talk about was Kylie Minogue being back in the overalls and back in a perm and and I think even she said that it was surreal to to see herself again in in overalls and with a scrunchie yeah and uh, under a car <laughs> I, she also said that she would never do it again. yeah she's like I think Charlene's had her moment I'm probably never going to be back in the overalls again but then and exactly, <laughs> you're exactly where I was yeah going I knew where it. you were going <laughs> because neighbors decides that it's not going to happen anymore and Again, the whole press angle is what's she going to wear? What is she going to look like? If Scott and Charlene are back, is what, she coming is back? Yeah. Be? But then even once it was official yeah. that she was coming back, what is she going to be wearing? And that's, yeah. that's all people wanted to talk about. What's Charlene going to look like in 2022? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Which is probably the perfect evidence of, yeah. of how impactful this role, this character, and not just the character, the look that she had, the, yeah. how iconic this random pair of overalls had become because they wanted to know what's she going to look like and what will she wear yep. for that reason. Are the overalls coming back? I think what they did was genius. They had her in a denim jumpsuit yeah. that was a nod to overalls, but not overalls not, exactly, yeah. obviously, because you couldn't do yeah. it. But yeah, again, just perfect evidence and the perfect way to reintroduce Charlene and, and kind of wrap up an entire career and character in one moment. It's genius. Yeah, agree. And it's coming back now, so who knows? Will, will we see Charlene again? I don't know. Will but... she speak more than two words? <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> and on that note, it's probably the perfect place to end Charlene's overalls episode. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for the chat. Um, Thank you. We hope you've enjoyed this look at Kylie behind the scenes once more and look forward to joining you all again. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. 
Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.